Hey guys, welcome back to another episode Penguins. of Three, Two, One. Penguins. No, no. Anyway, copyright. Not just kidding. <laughs> I don't think they can copyright us. Why not? Who because knows? Didn't, didn't Big Idea like die? Yo, people get copyrighted for their own videos, so like that's true. Let's come on. Yeah. <laughs> the like total, anyway. total side comment, but our our um, podcasts have been getting copyright claimed on our on royalty YouTube? free music. Yeah, I saw that. That was really funny. I'm like, <laughs> didn't we like make this or something? Like, what's happening? You know, this music is literally from a royalty free site, and yet yeah. somehow we're getting copyright claims. So that's dandy. Anyways, hi, I'm JJ aka Junior Wolf, and I'm Doctor Zombie Austin and Seth. And what are we listening to? Nerdrath. Nerdrath. And what are we really talking about today? Wait, I got, I got it. Actually, sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a whole little uh, thing. Before we get into the topic, we're gonna talk about a different topic that is gonna be a segue to our topic. Sound good? Cool. You're gonna agree anyway. So, what do we talk? <laughs> so, remember what I showed you earlier? What? Which thing? You show me a lot of things. The, the game. Yeah. Let's talk about that game for like two minutes. Quickly, okay, which game actually cool. was that? Uh, Frontlines on Roblox. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, what what did you see? Because I play it, you know, I'm like in in the in the world a little bit, especially Roblox. So, what did you see as someone who does not grind Roblox daily? As I quite literally have Roblox Pet Simulator open on my other monitor right now. <laughs> I saw a game that could very easily be the next installment of Call of Duty, but actually, you know, well developed. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was pretty cool. It's, um, I, I was in this huge server because I forgot uh, about Frontlines. Not that I I was going to get back into it, but I'd just been playing some simulators and I forgot it and I was hopped in this call of like 15 different people and we're just like exchanging Roblox gamer tags that apparently everyone was playing Frontlines. I'm like, okay. So I hop in, I'm playing and some of them were just surprised at what this game was. It was so innovative, right? Like not what you expect and people don't realize that Roblox is almost a plat. Roblox is more of a platform than people realize. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it's more than just Roblox. Here's your little blocky thing, kind of like Minecraft. It is quite literally just a platform, and with the tools expanding, you have Arthrow and all these different types of models, and we have like full proper game, like even developers and studios mm -hmm. forming from that. And uh, that's going to be kind of the segue to the episode. Innovation. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind of. In, I think more innovative technology. Yes. So like, what innovation are we going to be talking could be about? Like anything. Yeah, like I could, I could the innovate actual, the next yeah. Lego set. You know, so like. now, now you can go ahead and reveal the topic of today. Innovative technology. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, we're talking. We're going to be uh, referencing a lot of uh, the CES uh, tech uh, conference that happened this year, 2024. Uh, I knew this was a thing. I thought this was slightly last. I saw a little bit of like announcements late last year, and I've been keeping up with it a little bit. JJ did not know until uh, approximately five days ago. Yeah, well, a little more. But um, yeah, I I no, because I told as... you Monday when we did our other episode. Was it Monday? Oh yeah, I guess it was Monday. Yes, yeah. so, so about <laughs> five days ago. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm not as like into the tech space like i don't just watch tech stuff for fun the only time i really go into the tech space is when i like i'm looking to buy a certain p 
piece of tech. Like when I went to buy my Pixel watch, I looked at a bunch of different like Android watches and like which one would be the best for what I'm looking for. And so I went up, I ended up going to the Pixel watch, but I had to watch like a bunch of different videos from all these big tech YouTubers to figure out like if it's actually what I wanted. So which side note, venture quick into, side note, yeah. yeah. You got the watch. I also got an Apple watch just saying we're we're evolving. We are no yeah. longer normies. We got We're watches, we got boys. phones, we got multiple consoles. We techie now. We've yeah. <laughs> Nerd Red anyway. has evolved into its next form. <laughs> we Super Saiyan now or what? Like, I, I don't super know, Super Saiyan tech? After Super Saiyan game? Like, is that, no, is that how we're doing Super this? Saiyan nerds. Anyway... So I do want to say, I think, I think next year we should try to keep an eye on this a little bit more when it happens. Cause we already have the date for next year and mm. afterwards do it right away. Cause this is going to be a week or two after it finished. So I think yeah. next year we should try to do this on time. <laughs> but anyway, we have some, we have a list of some stuff that we saw from not just official Fortnite, but Fortnite. I'm losing <laughs> my mind. I'm losing my mind. I've been talking gibberish all day. Get your mind day. on something, buddy. <laughs> I haven't even played Fortnite today. <laughs> I just got my mind uh, all over the place. <laughs> it was after playing Roblox COD. I caught it Fortnite COD or something. I don't know what I was talking about. Yeah. I've been talking gibberish all day. Anyway, we got some interesting stuff from them, like their videos and some reviewers and a whole bunch of stuff. We have three different categories of like branding. And then there's a few categories that I want to mention first before you know the specific items. And I don't know mm. if you noticed this. There is like three categories of stuff that I saw a lot of. I saw the random crap. And then I saw the TVs and cars. Those are the three categories that I saw, like the random stuff, which we'll get into. And I don't know how much she saw, but I saw a lot of like TV monitors and a lot of innovation to cars. Yes, cars I definitely have seen this year. I, I have... It's weird. I don't know anything about cars, but for some reason, I know more about cars than I do, like, new fancy tech stuff that's coming out. Uh, that's really weird. Like, did you see the one car that... I, I think it was Don't Sony talk just... about it yet. We're gonna, like, actually get into it. Okay. I'm just saying, okay. like, All we right. have different categories. All right. Take a chill. Because <laughs> I have, like, three different cars as, like, on my list. Okay. Okay. So, we'll get... Yeah. We'll get... Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, I just... I didn't know if you saw that, because, like I said, I've been looking at a little bit this week. And I know, I don't know how much you saw, so. <laughs> how do you want to start this? Because this is going to be kind of rambling. The idea was, um, cough, cough, JJ, only look today. Um, <laughs> shush. I'm the not idea a last minute homework week, doer. <laughs> this week, we are supposed to be looking at some different things. We can kind of share our thoughts. Since we have different interests in tech, uh, I figured maybe this would be an opportunity that we would see different types of electronics at the convention. Yeah. So... How do you want to start this? Do you just want to go down our list? Do you want to talk about those categories? And go I have a question first. About how long is your list? <laughs> like seven. Like seven? Okay. Because I have three and then I have that page I was talking about. So yeah. Uh, let's start with like a certain category first. So do we want to go like weird stuff, innovative? I think we like... should end on the goofy and uh, random stuff. Okay, and on the goofy random stuff. So so we can either do, do you want to do cars or like computer stuff? And then we can do those two and then we can do the other techie stuff and then end on the really random stupid stuff. 
Uh, let's do cars. Let's just go with that. We're gonna go with that. Got I, I got you, fam. Just, just, just. Uh, let's start with the uh, car stuff. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Yeah, totally. Because, you know, you already want to talk about that. So I got a few random car things. Yeah. Um, I got the names and I got the years of two cars. So yeah. d what do you have? Not the random list of just three. Do you have a car on there that you want to say first? I do not have a car on there, no. Okay. So let's start with Parky. Oh, I saw Parky, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you showed uh, me Parky. So, do you, so do you want to talk about Parky or do you want me to talk about Parky? Uh, you go for it. Okay. So... Everyone uh, knows, you know, like the goofy thing with like all this AI and uh, automobiles that drive for you. Um, parallel parking is a big problem. So they decided to, here's quite literally a rig that you just have slide underneath your car and it parks for you. That's it. Yep. It parks That's for it. you. It's pretty cool though. Like it's definitely, is it something practical? Like the thing that I'm wondering is, is this going to be the type of thing that you can like hook up underneath your car and it plops down like am i gonna have to take this out of my trunk every time i want to park yeah it doesn't or seem ideal maybe there's segments on the road like you go like when you pay and it comes out and like picks up your car mm -hmm. that'd like be expensive though because i know each individual thing probably costs a lot of money of course these are things that are just being announced some of these things aren't even in production yet they're <laughs> just theory so i don't know about that one i think that one did have a I don't think we saw it being used, but we did see the physical item. So we're not sure on some of these, but I don't know how that one works, but I just thought it would be kind of cool. Just, yeah. You know, kind of a random car thing. It is like, why not? Yeah. Um, let's see. We got, and then I got two different cars. We have, oh yeah, we have the like Hyundai Mobius sideways car um, yeah. with the new steering mechanism. Um, where the wheels can actually like turn full sideways, you can quite literally drive sideways. Thanks to that like, 360 interesting wheel. Uh, it is set to release in 2028, and there actually was a full uh, car there that was actually properly working and functioning, like huh. driving like diagonally and all this kind of stuff. That's wild. Yeah, no, it's like it's just one of those things that you don't really think about with cars, right? We don't think. Hey, I mean, unless you're like a racer for everyday use, kind of only need to go straight left or right and backwards. Yeah. But it'd be really cool um, and just kind of make some different road, uh, be able to get the roads. You know, it's almost like better. Uh, if you ever seen, sometimes it's better to go diagonally or something mm -hmm. than just straight, you know, it's faster. So that means we can kind of incorporate our roads to be more efficient. If yeah. We can go diagonally. Now, that would mean every car would have to go diagonally, and I don't think we're going to be getting to that point in our uh, mm. world anytime soon. I mean, here's my question, though, right? Like, if I use my wheels to go sideways, like, directly sideways, how is my car itself turning, right? Like, how is the seating part of the car turning? It doesn't. The wheel is quite literally, like, on our, an axis. Instead of, like, one straight bar, they're mm -hmm. on an individual axis. So all the wheels quite literally just turn and you just go, instead of going forward, you're going right. Yeah, but like then how, but then am I always facing north then in my car? I mean, unless you full on like, you know, like driving like a normal car, but it's it's weird because I, like I said, it's not being released till 2028. That's four years from now. It mm -hmm. looked like it was just an automated thing. And I wonder if that's another thing, if this is an automated vehicle or not. Yeah. 
there's some interesting like nuances to that that I'd like to learn about but I mean it's definitely a very cool concept and I think it it could make you know travel a lot more efficient because as of yeah. now we have to do such gradual turns on the roads if all yeah. cars had that it'd probably make it a lot easier I think what'd be cool is like combining this like imagine if we had Parky like just attached to like your trunk and it like pops out or something yeah, and then it rolls underneath and you combine it with all these different features of the cars like instead of like tesla being the new state of the art like this would be a proper state of the art car <laughs> i feel like but anyway the final one um which i thought was really interesting and i think and it's actually releasing next year 2025 and i think this might be one of the most innovative cars i've seen in a while and this kind of reminds me of a build i saw a while back uh this is like a really early prototype and like after like the first or second iphone came out and it's called the ppv section car it is quite literally a the front of the car right almost like a truck uh like a semi truck the front of the car stays the same and you can quite literally pop the back out and change it to what you need you can change it to an suv you can change it to a pickup truck oh so it's like a modular car it's a module car and that cool. just feels so innovative now again price and everything that's a whole other thing this is like just starting now we'll see it as technology proves but imagine like me right i don't like trucks i do not want a truck i want like a normal car but yeah. having a truck is practical if you want to do gardening or something like that like you gotta get mulch you have to do your wood you know all that kind of stuff imagine i can just have a trunk in my garage and i just swap it out yeah. and pick and use my car as a truck now again the car also doesn't look great so again as time goes on we'll be able to see more design this is a very basic model yeah. that we saw but i feel like that can be so practical for the average person i mean there's always you know good practicality in modular stuff right like we see it yeah. happening to almost everything these days is like if it's modular it's probably the better option because you know you can change parts as needed you can get parts that you don't need or or swap it out for something you need more it's it's usually just a smarter buy because it assists you more in the future especially repair say that like the back breaks well guess what you don't need a whole new thing you just got to take that one part out which would probably be in the long run cheaper than if you had to like rear end or something right hopefully and say 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 that you take this to the manufacturer because you got rear-ended in the back's little uh bumped and there's there's a dent and you got to get it repaired it instead is. of having to completely lose your car they give you a temporary rear like you just full-on take out the back while they fix your main one because it has like a design like wrap on it or something like that that you uh -huh. want to keep i see no negatives to this <laughs> yeah except for probably bryce oh exactly again a lot of this stuff is not actually practical for the average person as of yet these are concepts this one though it is coming out next year i feel like it's a lot more of a concept than yeah. something that everyone will be getting in the next five years <laughs> anyway those are the main car things that i thought were really cool like the parky would be my kind of goofy one the mm -hmm. innovative would be the uh uh probably the wheel because i feel like that's more practical the, the <laughs> steering and then the cool and i think could be innovative but right now it's just cool would be the uh module car yeah I, I have one random car thing uh this isn't really like super new tech but did you see uh the cyber truck got into his first real crash and how you didn't realize it wasn't a crash 
Yeah, no, you look at the side of it, it looks like a little bit scraped, but it's still like intact and drives perfectly. So then actually, the Toyota um, Corolla it crashed into was like completely yeah, no. sandwiched. <laughs> so actually, did you see how there's a possible uh, the reason why Tesla, the Cybertruck, is not in the not in the, uh, EU yet? Right. Because of that, they don't like that. Because if you are in an accident and that is a skull, the car should be like kind of morph around the skull to like protect it for collisions. Um, it's like a tank. It's not a safe average car, so they're not actually yeah. allowing Cybertrucks in the EU yet. I mean, think about that. it, though. If two Cybertrucks collide, both of the cars will probably come out mostly intact, and all the damage that will be done to the person is airbag damage. So it's is really it, about... Though, like, where's your energy? Like, if the crash... If the car is absorbing all that energy because it morphs, that's absorbing that energy that would go straight into you versus something like whiplash into that airbag. So it technically could be danger more dangerous. That's why know. we don't see cars, and that's why cars are so fragile somewhat. Yes, I do think they're a little more fragile than they need to, but there is an actual safety reason to why they're like that. And why more cars aren't indestructible like the Cybertruck. Which, by the way, if there's a zombie apocalypse, just get a Cybertruck. Yeah. You got your own tank. Pretty much. Put some spikes on the front of that sucker and you're, you're set. You're set? So yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff. Definitely. Uh, anything else? Or do you want to move on to another segment? We can go ahead and move on. You said computer stuff. We can go ahead and talk about that because I do have uh, one specific computer stuff and another, like, program thing, so. Okay. So I kind of got two different TVs more so. So we can either start with that or we can go with your computer stuff first. Uh, I'll, I'll start off here for this one. Uh, the one that I... It's This is more of a mellow one. It's not, like, super innovative, but I thought it was just, like, a really cool idea and something that I personally haven't seen around very often is uh, there was a dual-screen laptop, me being a dunce. Oh. I didn't write down what brand it was. but No, I know exactly what you're talking about, though. I saw that a lot. Yes. Uh, so this laptop basically has two screens. One of them can be, like, a keyboard. It can sit like a normal laptop would, and the bottom one's a keyboard. Top one is a screen. Or you can set it up with its stand and have, you know, two screens next to you or stacked on top of each other. And then, you know, it comes with a detachable, like, Bluetooth keyboard that you can use for those screens. But this just seems like a super, like, easy and mobile way to, you know, bring a professional setup with you. Because it's very hard to do professional work. Like, me, when I edit the podcasts, I would struggle if I have to, if I had to use one monitor, right? It is yeah, very hard so to use so one many monitor tabs for that open, kind of right? It's just nice to split them between a few, like a yeah. larger display. And so I have two screens here, and it makes that so much easier. So, you know, if I had a laptop that I could bring places easy without, you know, having, having to take down this huge setup and put it in a bag and all that, just pack up my laptop and my computer case and go, that would be amazing. And so, you know, for video editors, photo editors, like even just like, basic schoolwork being able to have those two screens is amazing and having that stand too to be able to set it up wherever you like now i will say it does look a little bit dangerous because you know somebody bumps that table and that thing falls over i don't think it's very durable so you might this lose is one to two screens but you know it looks like a fantastic idea you know it yeah i forget what the price was but 
I was about to ask if you don't know the brand, if you knew the price at all. Yeah, no, um, I really should have wrote that down now that I think about it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> just a little bit, but it's okay. Yeah, I was too in awe. Yeah, um, it has sure very easy me. integration with uh, cords and stuff too, because the one I was looking at, it had two Type C ports, it had an HDMI port, and it had a um, USB port. So that's a lot of ports to have on a laptop. Like mine alone has what three USB, one Type C, and a HDMI. And mine's a gaming laptop. So for that being like a simple business laptop, that's pretty dang good. And with that HDMI cable and the Type C's for that matter, you can hook it up to even more monitors if you so desired. You know? Yeah. That reminds me on the TikTok store, I keep seeing these like Bluetooth monitors uh, quite a bit lately um, that are pretty cheap uh, too because uh, there's been a TikTok sale. Um, but yeah, it's it's like Bluetooth. I It folds too. You can easily like, attach a keyboard to it. But it's more so Bluetooth, so you can connect it to your phone or switch or something pretty easily. I imagine that would have a pretty bad latency problem, though, so... I, I don't remember. I just saw it everywhere. But it's just... It reminded me a lot of that monitor when I saw it. I'm like, is this the TikTok one? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, that sounds really cool. I did see that a, quite a bit. A few different uh, people reacting to it. So I'm excited to see, um... Because I saw... I didn't write it down, but I did see there was one or two gaming monitors that were, uh there as well so hey. i'm excited to see if there's any gaming uh youtubers or tech reviewers that will review it yeah definitely um because i'm guessing you also didn't see like any specs or anything like is this able to run like 120 fps or something crazy or you know i think it goes on sale later this year so i don't know if they had like specs to give to the public yet or not but they definitely uh -huh. had a model there for people to try so see so, yeah, that'd be like a big thing i want to know like could I use this? Because I feel like that'd be really nice to have to be able to kind of balance business and work, uh, bus yeah. business and work, and then also your personal like fun gaming and YouTube. Can I use that? Because imagine if I can set that sideways and I can just hook up. Because is it two different? Could it be two separate screens too? What do you mean? Like, could I hook up like if if it doesn't if the device isn't that good? Can I hook up like a console to it and use it like as a screen almost? With the HDMI, I assume so. Because imagine I can use the computer as like YouTube on one screen, and then I can use it for my PlayStation 5 on the other screen. That'd be pretty cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just some practicality. So mm -hmm. that'd be really cool to see if what, what you can do with that specifically. Yeah. Um, You said you had a few? Uh, Yeah, I have one more. It's not actually... I mean, I guess it's hardware. Uh, there's this... AI companion that was on show there. It's uh, the rabbit AI. And this was really interesting because this is the first like real handheld, like specifically AI I've seen. And I'm not talking about like having chat GBT on your phone or something. This was specifically a handheld device that only was for this AI. And it had a camera and it had a, a little screen on it. Nothing like super special. This thing ran at $300, but it's it was fascinating because it was basically a execute this command when I, you know, give you a code, but you train it to do these commands, right? So obviously, because it's an AI, there's already the pre-built-in stuff that you can, like, ask it to do or, you know, kind of serves like Google or, you know, your classic, like, chat GBT, like, oh, give me an explanation of this. But you can also have it, like, you know... 
I could train it using this camera. I hold it up and show it like, say my Discord, right? And I train it to send a message to Seth here saying like, uh, when are we recording tonight? And then I can press the button on the side of it and tell it like to respond to that command when I say like message Seth about the podcast. And then I give it that command later on and it will automatically write that same message and send it through my Discord to you. And all I have to do is tell it to do that. Okay. So that makes uh, sense. So two things. One, you said it's a handheld. What do you mean by that? Like, is it like a phone? Not it exactly. Like... It's um, picture like a Game Boy and turn it okay. sideways and take away the buttons. That's kind of okay. what it looked like. So, so that, so it's like a proper handheld. Because the reason I ask that is because like, I can do that with so many things already. I can use my Google and I can set up like an automated message. Like I can just be like, hey Google, um, oh, shut up, shut up Google. Never mind, <laughs> never mind. You know, but this hooks up to like everything. Um, so like you link I know, it to but, like, any account for anything ever at all. And it'll automatically do it all for you when you train it to do these certain commands. I think right now, yeah, because obviously that seems cool, but I'm just saying like for free, like I can have, I can be like, hey, I have work tomorrow. I can run this whole automation to set up a timer, give me the weather, set an alarm, all this kind of stuff for free with my Google and my phone and everything. So I'm just wondering <laughs> what the difference is. And the other cool thing that I thought of when you were saying that is that kind of sounds like we're already doing that, right? <laughs> we're already having this mass uh, data input with like, that's why Google is so big, right? Because so many people are using it, they're able to take all that data for their AI. Yeah. So pretty much what it seems like is they're taking that technology, they're fine tuning it a little bit and then rebooting it to where we then train it from the beginning. Instead of taking like all these other people's thoughts, it's kind of like an us, right? Mm -hmm. Taking our uh, internet habits and stuff like that and using that to train it. I'm yeah. guessing is probably how it's gonna go. Yeah, Which no, is cool. The, the creator gave a presentation at the conference and he basically said that his idea for this was so that you don't have to like go into your phone, open up an app and ask it to do this. You could just take the thing out your pocket, press the button and give it the command and it'll automatically execute no matter how many steps it is, all of those commands. Because like, again, if I had the newer iPhone with uh, the action button, I can just press <laughs> one thing, do a shortcut open up ChatGBT or quite literally do any shortcut, which I can open any app and do almost anything on my phone. Mm -hmm. So that's why uh, it's just yeah. like, another I'm wondering... one of the examples they gave is they hooked it up to their like, I don't know, their uh, DoorDash or whatever. And they said, you know, order me a 14 inch pizza from Domino's. And because they had already hooked up their okay. one account, it automatically added it to the cart, totaled it, presented it. And all you had to do is say, yes, it confirmed the purchase, sent it to your current address, all that stuff. In so like it seconds. Like, it just seems like the big difference is it has access to other stuff. Cause like, you know, Google doesn't have access to your Discord and all and DoorDash easily. You know, same with Siri and all those. So it just seems like it's being able to buy not bypass that, it's probably got the rights. <laughs> but I just feel like that's the only thing that's been lacking for these other AI and voice assistants. Yeah. So it'd be really cool to see that. Um am I gonna spend three hundred dollars on it when again I do what I need to do as of right now with my Google? No. Yeah. But it'd be cool to see um, just adding that to like your smart home. 
yeah. you know, combining that with your Google products or, or whatever you have for your lights and your uh, dish, uh, not dish, I mean, dishwasher, oven, like, hey, uh, I want to get a pizza, right? Or maybe, yeah. hey, I got a pizza, leftover pizza. So it's going to warm up the oven to keep it warm or something. <laughs> so it'd be cool to see how that goes. I'll definitely have to check out that one. Uh, did you did you have a name for that one? Uh, that yeah, the Rabbit AI Companion. Gotta write that down because I want to check that one out. All right, okay. then what do you have? I have a few. I had two TVs and then a random techie thing, which is still like electronic, but mm-hmm. um, not quite like computer. Um. So first one, and I don't have the other one because I saw in the... Actually, no, I have three things. So the first one was the LG OLED T. It is a box TV. Um, so it's not a flat screen, it's a box. It's like, hey, it's pretty, it's pretty uh, deep in depth. And the reason I say that is because it's transparent. That's what T stands for. But because of the the way they have it set up and the back screen and everything, it looks like a hologram TV. It is clear, and it looks like a hologram. But uh-huh. you can just, it's really cool. Oh yeah, I just Google it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you see what I mean though by like box, like it's a, and because of that second screen, you can kind of like have a black uh, background to like have your character like a FaceTime or something. <laughs> That's kind of like what it looked like in the videos. It lo- almost looked like a FaceTime demonstration. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And that mentions to the one that I mentioned to you on that other video. It looks like the idea of holograms and stuff are kind of a thing. I saw a video from Midas Tech. It's like a ripoff Midas Tech clip, but he was reacting to this big transparent screen and it looks very, very transparent. But then, um, the one that I, the video I sent you last, uh, earlier this week, remember that bot, like, Zoom call? That's like a hologram type thing, too? So, that was at this, uh, conference as well. There's, like, this box that you have, and you walk in, and you have a whole bunch of cameras, and it'll actually send it, and it almost looks like a hologram, and you can use that for a Zoom meeting. And I was telling JJ, it kind of reminded me of uh, Winter Soldier when they had all the different leaders just lined up <laughs> at the, uh, their seats. But um, yeah, you can like quite literally have like three boxes in front of you. And instead of having a Zoom meeting on your screen, you can be dressed up, like actually be formal and be there. Yeah. It looks a little jarring. Obviously, it's not super smooth, but that's like a current thing. Like we can do that right now. And it's just kind of wild to me how futuristic stuff is already like um i forgot yeah so the apple vision pro is uh at pre-release right now right and i actually saw a guy and you know what he did to record himself doing that like pre-ordering his apple vision he was using a quest set of glasses that had a camera on it and i couldn't tell that it was like glasses because normally they're pretty crappy like microphone and, and camera right <laughs> these look just as good as a current smartphone if <laughs> And it's just like, when you think of that, it's like, oh, that's kind of goofy. But they're just the crappy, like, V-Tech ones with, like, a, you know, it's just kind of like an echo more than, like, a microphone. <laughs> but, like, Edith is a thing. Like, you can quite literally get, like, Google assistance to, like, check the weather right in front of you. Yeah. With glasses. Um, so, yeah, that's the two. And then, um, 
Yeah, so that's the box. And then the other thing was the EcoFlow Delta Pro Ultra. That's a mouthful. EcoFlow <laughs> Delta Pro Ultra. So it is like a generator, but it's a smart generator and it'll actually t kind of tell you and kind of help you save energy by helping you figure out like what your house is using, whether that be TVs or your lights. And it can help you when the power does go out, help you kind of like be efficient with your energy usage. Uh, and you combine that with like a proper power box, like, you know, like power box that you can connect it with hey. this generator. Huh. So it's just one of the, that's like my kind of random, I feel like that's more innovative, right? That's more practical because do yeah. we need transparent TVs? No. They're cool. Yeah. This one actually feels like really practical and the the kind of the way it looked, you look really cool, like something for like you, like an RV or something. That's kind of like what it gave me the vibe of, uh, the visuals. Mm -hmm. Um, Like imagine that for like an RV, like being able to break up your outside, inside, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, that'd definitely be really cool. The price point is a little much, you know, almost $5,000. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. Like no, I it's, said, though. It's definitely a cool-looking um, generator, and it would be really nice, especially, you know, having lived in an RV, to know what the heck is flipping our breakers. That's uh, just, that'd, just, be, that'd be pretty swell. <laughs> like I said, though, the reason it might be so expensive is you pair it with a proper power box. Like, it is your entire house's electrical panel. Iffy. So that might be why it's so expensive. It's it might be more than just the generator. It might come with that. Yeah. Because five grand for a generator is a bit much. Is it shit? Yeah. Anyway, that was that was my random techie things. We got our funky holograms. We got our cool TVs, and we got our innovative generator. Yeah. All right. I got uh, one more off my okay. list here, and then we can hop into our funny stuff. So this one was like crazy to me i was blown away by this lay it on me what we got so this is called the mudra band and what this does is it's basically like you know your typical apple watch right you just put it on your wrist but then it scans your neurological signals of using your different muscles and you can encode okay. those as hot keys to do things around your home <laughs> So if I twitch a certain way, I can turn my oven on? Yes. The, so they demonstrated it, right? He was basically... Guys, look, you don't need the chip in your brain. You can just do it in your arms. What, what he was doing is, it, uh, at so, the presentation, he would move each of his fingers, and that would show up, like, on their screen as a different, like, waveform on their neurological reading. And then he, like, combined different movements with his fingers. So, like tapping your index to your thumb three times that could like turn the lights on in your house or you know start the oven or something like that and like you could hook this up or integrate it with all of your different like smart home objects or practically anything you want to link it to that you know would be compatible uh but it also works as like you know a virtual mouse so like you hook it up to your computer and you know uh you move your hand to move the mouse cursor changing your sensitivity or whatever put your two fingers together to click or you know a different finger to right click and it's like an air mouse like that's crazy so that actually reminds me of uh one thing so my apple watch can do that too like gestures i, I can clench to like click and i can really? double point like tap my pointer and thumb 
It's yeah. like scroll. So if I tap it once, it goes right. Double tap, it goes left. Mm -hmm. um, now that reminds... is a little bit different though because that reads your muscle movements, right? That's like basically feeling in your wrist what muscles are moving. Yeah. This is reading your brain signals. But um, we've been seeing kind of stuff like that with like movements. Again, this would be more... What would the, I guess this would just be visual, um, but a lot of uh, VR headsets have been doing that too, where you can mm -hmm. like kind of pinch and pull and drag stuff in front of you without yeah. having to actually use a controller. You just use your hands, mm -hmm. um, which again, would that's more visual, I guess. Um, seeing that you pinched because of the cameras in front of, yeah. that's that's kind of crazy. Imagine though, like this technology now, like if this exists. It does not have to be restrained to a wristband, right? You could make it, I don't know, an ankle bracelet or, you know, heck, a belt and, you know, encode different body movements to different commands, right? This could be a huge, like, accessibility item for people as well, right? Like, if, say, I don't have hands and can't press buttons or do stuff like that, right? I, you know, put on my neurological reader belt or, you know, my, my headband or whatever, and I can encode my different body movements, just moving my muscles to, you know, turn on my lights or start my dinner or whatever. That's the first thing I thought of when you were saying that, um, that use your brain, brain wave, brain waves to like do things was <laughs> like handicap. Like if you don't have an arm, like that's the big problem, right? Like in video games and sci-fi, you're connecting each individual nerve we don't do that. I'm yeah. sorry. We do not have the technology to combine billions of nerves to this electronic thing. Yeah. That exists. And yeah. you can totally have it connect to a cybernetic arm that can, like, pinch or grasp things. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, that, um, that one just problem was so is, cool. I could totally see me forgetting to turn it off and then starting a fire because I accidentally clenched in my sleep and I started <laughs> the oven. Yeah, no, I don't think you're supposed to wear it to bed. I'm, I'm saying I'm going to forget to take it off. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's that seems really cool. I, I'm really excited to see um, that as it becomes more fine-tuned and polished and people start <laughs> like, actually using it and figuring out how to use that for accessibility. I think that is one of the biggest things because sure that's cool kind of like the vr and the, the watches and stuff but i feel oh, like we I can be like using that in a such more productive ways of society than being lazy to start the oven that for people that quite literally cannot open things because they don't have a hand so excited to see that and that reminded me um was that the last one random techie thing yeah that was the last one i had yeah okay. i did uh that kind of reminded me, I'll, I'll mention this. Um, I didn't write down the name, but I know Sony and one of their studios working on this. It's a VR headset, um, but it's not quite gaming VR. It's business, and you put a ring on it, and the way it is, it's for, like, designing stuff, and you're able to quite... And you can work with people as well. So if you have two people in the room and you both have the headset, you can see the same product, and you can quite literally make the product, like, in front of you. Like, if you have a clear desk, you can kind of see how big it is and the parts and you can take the screws out and like quite literally build this in front of you with like this magical ring. <laughs> but again, also with people, which I think is a cool thing. I don't think you can quite do that very well with something like the quest. There's yeah. no pairing. So that that's more business, not something for us. Uh, but imagine like, have you seen that useless tech guy? I think so, yeah. 
Have you seen, imagine him with this though, quite literally being able to make this stuff like for his 3D printer with this, like quite literally seeing it in person is and it? being able to drag it and expand and see what this looks like if he's making a chair or something. Because mm. um, he reviewed someone that actually did make a chair in VR and then he printed it and like it stacks extremely well on top of each other. Like it's really cool what you can do with this um, more than just gaming for VR. Mm. Um, that's it. I just remembered that. I thought that'd be cool to mention. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, do you want to move on to our goofy random crap? I guess so. Um, what kind of stuff do you got? Or is this just your list? And do you just want me to give the two that I had? You go for it. And then we can get to my lengthy page. <laughs> all right. And we'll just go until the end. Uh, so first one. They're both kind of toilets, but one could be a toilet. The first one's a toilet made of screens. You said funky. Here's yep. funky. <laughs> Do so, I understand so why? What, am, I, am I pooping onto a screen then? It, it's, it literally looked like a box made of, like, screens. But it's a toilet. My like watching TV between my legs as I sit on the toilet. I don't know what it is. That's just what I heard and saw, and I just thought that is wild <laughs> that we are putting a screen anywhere. The yeah. second one, which is actually slightly more realistic, but also kind of goofy, it is a new material for toilets. Now this one might seem kind of goofy and random, but this actually is really really cool. It is this new nonstick slippery surface. And the reason they're making it for toilets is if we use this, we'd actually have to use less water and it would save billions of gallons of water per day by humans it with is. this new material. Now, uh, it would also mean it uh, wouldn't have smear marks and all that kind of stuff. It would stay clean, nonstick. But do you know what else we could use this for? Pans. A whole bunch of other things like slides. Imagine a nonstick slide, like how slippery that'd be like a, a water slide. Cooking. <laughs> cooking uh i don't know because this is the actual material this is a hard material this isn't like a spray but oh yeah i, I see what yeah, you mean yeah, like, yeah. Pans, like like pans, yeah, pots pans. And pans yeah yeah no we could be use it for that um don't know about that one with heat how heat uh hey. works with this uh material because this is a full man-made material this this is like multiple natural materials work together to make this so i'm not hey. quite sure and we'll see uh, obviously as time goes on but I just thought that's like really random but could be really cool and uh save a lot of money right like yeah because it's kind of I mean how crazy how how sustainable is it though? like how cheap is it to make like even if that's a great idea and they start making toilets with it how quickly are we going to run out of materials to make those toilets um I did it doesn't seem like it's gonna be that expensive like it seems like it's gonna be very mass producible mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure on the specifics again this is like just a crate, quite literally just a random thing they made in a lab and they have an idea. This is what it was used for. We can use it for other stuff. Uh, it's probably going to end up in war because everything so, we make uh, goes to war. Yeah. Uh, but it's just cool because it's, uh, especially with water on, on Earth, people don't realize how little fresh water we have and just how much water we use individually per day. Like imagine washing your hands, flushing the toilet without the water that you're drinking or cooking with your yeah. car uses water so just kind of be cool uh and see just how much stuff like that could save like imagine that for pipes too 
mm. having stuff not get stuck in your pipes anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. That one's kind of serious, but cool. Uh, now you can get into the more goofy, probably not so serious and innovative. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. I have some some definitely interesting ones. <laughs> so... I have I have two pages pulled up right here, right? I have one from, you know, the actual CES this year. And then I have one that's just like the past like decade or so has had some weird tech. So which one do you want to get into first? Alright, we only got like we got fifteen minutes, so let's do let's do five from last like few years and then we'll go into CES to end it off. Alright, alright. So the first one here which it just looks ridiculous is the dyson zone air purifying headphones oh i know exactly what you're talking about i know exactly what you're talking about so this one is weird it's <laughs> and it's a yeah. headset which i think i see a bose logo on the side it so does you can yeah. listen to music but dyson plugs into the front and hooks up to your mouth and nose, and purifies the air you're breathing. Now, this looks like something straight out of Fallout, I'm not gonna lie. Which is kinda scary. <laughs> but, <laughs> you look ridiculous. I could see people, like, turning the front, like, circle on it red, and, you know, you look like a clown walking around or something like that. No. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's interesting. I mean, a mobile air purifier is not a terrible concept, I guess, but... In the grand scheme of things, who's going to want to look like this? Like, honestly. I mean, you know where this came from, right? The idea came from... No. COVID. Like, just people were making very interesting masks. <laughs> Instead of just using the normal doctor mask that worked fine. Or, you know, maybe something that you use in the wood shop. Yeah. I mean, I, it's using, interesting it's using force-driven fans, so I doubt it would actually be helpful at stopping, you know, a microscopic virus. However, I'm not I mean, saying the it's idea is practical, there. but that's probably where the idea came from. Yeah. Because let me tell you, if five years ago this came out, people would call them crazy. This happened yeah. three years ago. They're just a little overcautious. That's that's fair. Yep. So, yeah, I'm not saying it does work, but I can almost guarantee that's the person that. That's where that idea came from, was that few years. Um, anyway, moving on, because that's hilarious and also just useless. Unless, <laughs> unless, hey, maybe it works for radioactivity. Maybe it works for radioactive air, and it is for Fallout, and we can go travel Chernobyl. Yes. Who knows? Here's moving one. On. Uh, a Taser MP3 holster. Uh, so what? So this is this is a taser holster, right? You hook it up to your oh. belt and it, it stores a oh, taser. Huh? But it's also an MP3 player. So you can hook up your earbuds to it and, you know, listen to some tunes on the go. Let me guess, so you're gonna use an audio jack? <laughs> yep. So you're telling me that we got tasers with audio jacks before phones got audio jacks? No, 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 again? no. The host the holster has an audio jack. And oh it charges God, Siri, the up, taser. Siri, So I'm this, more confused. The holster charges the taser, and the holster has a built-in MP3 player. Does it have Bluetooth options? No. Damn. So that's interesting. <laughs> okay. 
While I try to forget or slash process this thing. Yeah. Uh so you got you you got you got a hack to fork. To fork. Are you telling me my fork has haptics now or what? Um, yes, it is a haptic fork that tells you to eat your food slower. Cause you're not supposed to consume a meal faster than 20 minutes technically if it's like a normal proportion meal you're not supposed to eat it in under 20 minutes so this fork will start to vibrate if you're eating your meal too fast i want to say something but i'm not going to say this because it won't be family friendly because <laughs> i'm just like Sign. people aren't gonna use that right but okay i mean it's an idea i just don't think it's uh yeah yeah, okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, alright, here, here's one. Good yeah, thing I said my actual innovative object for our funky item list. Yeah. <laughs> these, are not. these are just absurd. Uh, so you got Belty. Uh, what is this, like an auto, like, Titan belt? I mean, kinda, yeah. Uh, it has a motor in it. Uh, it's a it's a smart belt, and it adjusts itself to whether you just ate or are sitting down. So you know yeah. it kind of loosens and tightens based on what you're doing. Uh, it also has a power bank charger in the buckle. So okay, that honestly though, like thinking about that, like the taser's a little rent. <laughs> like actually, imagine your belt having that, and like having like MagSafe on your phone and being able to just pop your phone like in your pocket that's like attached to your belt or something yeah. to auto charge. Yeah. Um, fire hazard. <laughs> Probably. But cool idea. Yeah. That reminds me. Did you see that? Uh, again, I watch a lot of random tech, but this is more than just like electronic tech. I saw this guy that actually made auto tightening shoelaces because of a metal that's when it has electricity go through it it will automatically shrink and tighten so he had this metal that like was loose and then if he pressed a button like on his thumb it would send a wireless signal down to his uh shoes and it'll auto tighten cool random and it was more like a superhero outfit but it was kind of cool it is anyway all right i got one more off this page then we can hop with the ones that are actually this year uh, we have the Denso Vacuum Shoes. So we gotta put this on kids and get some free labor up in here? Like, <laughs> let's go? Bruh. No, these, these <laughs> look like fairly normal shoes. If, you know, fairly normal shoes had like four-inch pads on the bottom. But, you know, the technology's open and about, so you can't be walking in water and stuff because that'll fry these suckers. But it's kind of a vacuum on the toe so like you slide your toe along the floor and it vacuums it up which like cool i guess <laughs> the only thing i can see is like you don't want to get on your hands and knees so you just throw your foot underneath like your desk or something and then that's how you vacuum yeah instead of getting that's the only thing i can see <laughs> let's oh my god okay yeah. let's get to this year to this year because there's some cool stuff this year that's kind of funky i hope i pray uh all right so <laughs> we have a a plant pot uh let's see what's the actual title the plant pets 
It's it's an AI plant pot. Uh, your plant gurgles when they don't get enough water because there's a capacitive sensor inside. So you're telling me it's Chomagachi, but if I fail, I actually kill something. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's all I hear. <laughs> but cool. It's a cool concept to like help remind you and kind of create life if you can't have animals, but you want to have some kind of life so you have some plants. Add some life to your plants with AI. Yep. It'll cool. yell at you from across the room if you're not feeding it. Anyway, uh, we got an AI on. meat cooker. Meat cooker. Yup. So what? It's gonna help me get my medium rare like steak or? It's a it's a three thousand five hundred dollar microwave for meat. Technically, I guess. You just chuck your two like steaks into this this little grill, then you like press them together, stick it in there, and it'll cook it to perfect. Because so I it's using AI, people. it, like, measures the temperature of the meat and stuff and, like, whether or not it's done all the way inside. And you just let it go. You don't have to worry about it overdoing or underdoing. You don't have to watch it because the AI will handle when it's done. So I watch a lot of tech people. And, like, you know, a few of them, even the people that aren't, like, super, super massive, like, um, like Mr. Who's Your Boss, are buying, like, stuff like the Apple Vision. I'm wondering, are my cooking people that I watch, even the big ones, are they going to spend the money to try this stove oven out? Is it? Is it? Um, I'm also going to be, because I'm actually curious, because uh, how does that taste? Like, you know, there's so many different tastes that you can get from, like, fire from the oven, but it's more so, like, different spices. It looks but more if it's... like a kind of grill thing, like a thing you're pressing in, in between has a grate on it, so I imagine it'd be kind of more grilled. I just wonder... With if you want to add like say leaves or stuff to the side because I know like like how you, how you cook like you mix it with stuff how that's gonna cook if it's in there you know what yeah. I mean like I just wonder how this is gonna be available for freedom of cooking it is versus just let me just cook the meat and that's it it's gonna be really boring and bland maybe we'll see um we got four minutes uh snore reducing pillow. Oh, you need that. I'm kidding. Maybe. I don't know. I don't snore, but I sleep with my mouth open. It sucks. But no, this pillow is supposed to uh, detect basically, I guess, snoring sounds and movements in your head. And it will kind of turn your head around in a non-aggressive way. It'll like form itself so that you roll into a position where you're not going to be snoring. Hmm. I wonder if the medical benefits of this because like you know a lot of times like stuff like snoring could be like from a CPAP machine right you need like an actual medical device to help you with that so I wonder if this will help this as much as that yeah, yeah. we'll see definitely all right next thing uh a star robot that watches you while you sleep all right moving on <laughs> Uh, a computer you put in your mouth. It's a toothbrush. <laughs> okay. It, it's it's an AI toothbrush that gives you voice tips via bone conduction. It's gonna like tell you got a cavity, brush your more. There's plaque. Like what? Yeah. It's like oh, go a little bit more down, a little bit more down. You miss a spot. Oh yeah, right there. That's the one. Yeah, brush okay. right there. Go go ahead and move on. <laughs> 
Thank you. Uh, a dead mouse alarm? Uh, what? I'm gonna guess this Flappy. is two things. Its name is Flappy, excuse so me? So it's either you put it on a mouse trap, and when it, it, when it closes and kills or traps something, it lets you know, or maybe it's for your electronic mouse. Bro, and it no, alerts it's, you. It's a cat door that detects if anything more than your cat is coming inside. It's a door. It's a it's cat a door that alerts door. you if the cat is carrying a dead object in its mouth. <laughs> Bro, you think I it's... wouldn't know by the smell? I mean, it's not like if it just killed something, it's going to be freshly rotting. A lot Correct. of animals are hunters. Like, they very often kill, like, stuff in farms. Uh, not farms, but, like, in gardens. That's why people actually buy it sometimes, is to kill some mouse that might be in your garden. Eesh. So if it just killed it, you might not know. Yes. So, I guess now you know. Now you know. The more you know. Okay. All right, well, that, that sums it up. Cool. Yeah. I'm very happy I said my innovative funky thing after all that. <laughs> yep. I feel like the only one I actually think I, I can get behind the cat door. I think that one actually seems pretty decent. Because again, like something like farmers, right? They Where's actually it? do constantly buy cats. Maybe not to scare away the creepers, but to uh, get snakes and uh, small rodents. So yep. I can see something like that being useful. Um, other than that, yeah, it's all pretty useless and random and stupid. Wow, it's almost like that was the category. <laughs> no, the category was funky. I'd say they're pretty funky. Funky. Something. <laughs> Anyways, leave your thoughts in the comments below, both on YouTube and Spotify. Let us know what you thought, and let us know if there was any interesting tech that you guys saw this year that we didn't talk about. Because, you know, there's definitely a lot we missed. Like, there's been a lot of tech coming out recently that yeah has been you know i guess new ideas is the best way to put it you know it's it's a lot of new stuff that not many people have tried before and while some of it is a interesting breed there's a lot of stuff that is actually helpful to society so let us know if there's anything you found down below i think um one thing we should tap on to our podcast this year is obviously we kind of keep up with gaming and movie we should try to maybe add a little bit of tech there you know, maybe do one or two throughout the year if we have another big convention or some crazy tech device and all this stuff comes with it. I'm trying to keep up with that. Uh, and what can you do if you want to know when we post something about that, JJ? You can ring the notification bell both on Spotify and on YouTube. And I guess the other sites probably have something similar. Follow the podcast, stuff like that. Yep, including our social media, Instagram and Twitter at Podcast. But with that, we're signing off for the last time of today. <laughs> I'm gonna scare people. Bye! Bye! <laughs>